0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit juvederm.com. That's J U V E D E R M.com.
1: Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states.
2: My gente is here with a great new zero-waste refill delivery service que lo tiene todo Pantry items, personal care items, cleaning products Even some of your local faves usually only found at the farmer's market So what's this delivery service changing how you do groceries while helping save the planet? It's called The Rounds And they're making deliveries in Miami, Philadelphia, Atlanta, and D.C. They're like a modern-day milkman Bueno, if the milkman doubled as an undercover eco-warrior most items, from almonds to pasta to dish soap, come in reusable containers. Once you're done, you just leave your empties in your tote bag outside your door, and the rounds picks up your empties, washes, and reuses them, helping reduce those single-use plastics that are choking our landfills. And what's better than stocking your home while helping the environment and local businesses with the rounds? Uh, How about getting 15% off your first order? That's right. Visit therounds.co, click join now, and use promo code PERO for 15% off todo in your order. Even if you order every item. Así que, what are you waiting for? Head over to therounds.co to save 15% using promo code PERO on your first order. Sustainable, zero waste, delivered to your door, and 15% off. What more could you ask for? Start making the rounds today. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5, five of But Let Le- Me Tell You. Estás bien bronceado. Viste. Yes, you, you came back from Punta Cana, Punta Brown Punta Brown <laughs> Well, I guess there's no better way of <laughs> nope, uh, there's no better way to start the show
3: Starting uh, Episode 217 217 than, you know, me being
2: all tan from Punta Cana How is everybody? Listen, there's no, I mean What better way to start any show than being, you know, nice and relaxed and tan Relaxed, I don't know. Well but tanned, okay. Okay, but you're you're because
3: I I you know I'm also rec- I came back from Punta Cana two days before school started. Oh, that's you know, true. and okay. as a parent I, I that's a, that's a train wreck.
2: I rescind, yes. <laughs> but um but let's talk about positive things. Yes. How is
3: everybody? <laughs> I'm back, I'm back. Did you yes. guys miss me?
2: They did miss you. They did miss you. Thank but-
3: you to Lucy, Lucy Lopez, Mamacita Rica. Yes, our mamacita. for filling
2: Rico. in. You know, it's funny because like you didn't tell me that Lucy was a Filling in Well because I had reached out to her Actually The day before Like the the week before you left I had reached well, no, out to but, her But I had asked you Oh who's filling in And well, you were I like didn't know You were like Oh I'm not telling you Well no because I didn't know Because I had asked her Like the Thursday before And she's like Reach out to me on Monday And I'll know my schedule better Right So I was like Okay I'm gonna reach out to her on Monday And if she says no Then I'll find someone so else So here but-
3: I was In Punta Cana Like on thir- on Friday I woke
2: up And I'm like <laughs> Oh my god
3: Who's on our show Like <laughs> Oh, I surprised you! You did, okay. you did. I mean, I was like really happy that it was Lucy, yeah. but like the you didn't moment know. I didn't know the moment I woke up, I, I and I even woke up really early because I, I woke up early because I had a stomachache. Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you hear that, Lucy? He listened to us.
3: Well, no, but that, what I'm saying is, you know, it was like six, I don't know, seven in the morning or whatever <laughs> time, and I was like, oh my god, it's Friday! We dropped an episode. <laughs> Who's on it? And and then I hear Lucy, and I'm like, oh, nice, nice, yes, pleasantly yes, yes. surprised. So thank you again, Lucy, for filling in. Yes, um, yes. it's and funny you got all you had all this fun with her while and without me.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. You were in a Caribbean island at an all inclusive resort. You were so suffering. I know, right? Que okay. <laughs> víctima? Yeah, really. You want me to Get play it. the violin for you? Get it <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have to tell you about
3: this whole all inclusive thing. Yes, so. So, as I said, I was, you know, with my whole family, we went to Punta Cana. Um, So, funny enough, I hadn't gone to Punta Cana. Ever. Ever. And honestly, okay, I mean, I could say it here because it's us. I hadn't gone because Punta Cana has a reputation of being un Yeah.
2: I mean, essentially, if you're from South Florida and you didn't go to Gatlinburg, you were in Punta Cana. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. Right.
3: As I say, Gatlinburg is the Aspen for Cubans. Right. And the Caribbean escape is Punta Cana,
2: right? Come Stephanie, that Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge is the Cuban Riviera. Yeah.
3: because every time I hear the bueno, one Guanazo de está hablando, right. no, chico, porque nos fuimos para Punta Cana y nos comimos ahí la langosta y comimos en el buffet y comimos. And I'm like, okay. Did you do anything? I love that these Cubans all sound like Bad Bunny. <laughs> did you do anything other than eat and drink? Which I know that's the whole <laughs> shtick of it. I mean, it. Right, 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 right. But it's, oh, the dragon, the langosta. I'm like, okay, but did you like? Go to the pool? Did you go to the beach? Right. What else? What did else you, did, you, did you do? Did you go right. on a catamaran? Did you? Right. You Between Matikando, what did you right. do? So, but we we stayed at a very nice resort, <laughs> and um, there wasn't really any of that. But you know, no, but you had a good time. More power to you to, you, to the you, people. You who even go, drank. I even drank. So that's the whole point that I was saying. That like I had never even with the amount of travel I have done, I had never really been in an all inclusive. Right. The closest to an all inclusive is a cruise. Right. And or, it or, or when
2: you were, you know, my kept man. Right. <laughs> when we went to Cancun.
3: That's a, that we'll, we'll,
2: Actually, let's say that story in okay, a minute. We'll table but, but as I told you, when we went to Cancun
3: um, right. for your work. We were all inclusive, but it was not. But it you know, wasn't an all inclusive right, resort. Right. right, right. right. Um, that was like the best five days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, I kept asking, I'm like, is this included? <laughs> is this free? Great. I could have a pinyin halara. I could have a blue Hawaii. I could have, have a, a mojito I'm like, esto está incluido. See? Sí. Like, they would look at me like, yeah. It's all inclusive. Yes. So. I'm like, I could walk into this restaurant and order baby back ribs for free and eat one and leave the rest and no. Y- right. Y- yes. And again, <laughs> I had been on, you know, I've been on many cruises, but. Yeah, but it's different. But it's different. Because <laughs> in cruise, they go la Coca Cola, right? As we know. Right, so it's it's kind of like I was like, oh shit, like it really is all yeah. inclusive. You really get what you pay for, I yeah. Mean, if, if you do it right, R- right. So it was it was wonderful. I I I have to tell you, I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to enjoy. Okay, not that I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, but I enjoyed the whole experience more because I freaking love Dominican people, and I also went to Santo Domingo. I loved Santo Domingo. Did you have Dominican cake? You know, I did not have Dominican cake, but there's a bakery here, Niding Bakery, Mm -hmm. which is a Dominican bakery in Alapata that is amazing. Um, But Dominicans are so they're cool, they're awesome. And again, I have to tell you, having been very fortunate of having traveled a lot, I have never come across as a collective just the level of hospitality in the Dominican yeah. Republic, because you might think, yeah. okay, well, and in the resort, of course,
2: Bien you know, because
3: claro. we were at a nice resort. We were at Amelia resort, you know, there's a certain level expectation. of expectation. Expectation. Okay. They're very like spa, like very perfect, you know, Okay. Sí. But I went outside of the resort. Yeah, well, you know? were amongst the
0: people. So right,
3: amongst the people. Right. And everybody's so helpful. Like, I can't, like, there was like two or three times that I asked for directions. And they're like, bang, 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 I'll, I'll take you. I'm like, no, just like, just I don't me. want you to just stop what me. you're doing. Yeah. Like, there was a man that was eating with his family. And I'm like, no, 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 stay there. Just tell me where to turn. Like, Oh, wow. Because okay. he was going to take me. Because it was like on the other side of the block. I'm like, no, 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 it's, it's okay. Like, just people really went out of the way. So, I nice. Dominicano freaking love you. You were great. So... Something kind of interesting did happen while I was at the Dominican Republic. So, Tristan wanted to go to the Nickelodeon Resort and um, go to the the Nickelodeon Water Park. <laughs> but
2: you know, I'm. But that's what he wanted. I'm to not gonna do. hate on
3: it. He had been wanting to do that for, for years, years. Yeah. even before we went. We even talked about yeah. Before, this was like in the stratosphere of going on this trip. For years, he had been saying, I want to go to the Nickelodeon Water Park, the SpongeBob Water Park, and it's in Punta Cana. I'm like, que raro. The... Que raro that it's...
2: Not in Orlando. Or...
3: Right, right, yeah. right. You know, there was one in Orlando, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not stateside, right? So I was like, okay, well, if we ever make it in Punta Cana, and you still want to, we'll do it. So we did. <laughs> um, it's very expensive, and it's not a big deal. But again, I'm not going to harp on the negative so we're there at the at the water park. Well, actually we were at the resort um at the water park that you know there's like the big Spongebob that you take mm-hmm. a picture with. And there was this family of three, mom, dad, and a little girl. And they were kind of taking a picture by the Spongebob. And um I come in with Tristan, so we did that whole like I'll take oh, your picture, you take a ta-, picture. Right, right. Do you mind taking a picture of us? I'll take a picture of you and blah 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 blah. blah. And we did that. So when the guy hears me talk, he goes Hey, are you from that? And Tristan, I was like, here it comes. He's like, are you from that podcast? Um, um, And Tristan's like, pero let me tell you. And he's like, yeah, we listen to your podcast. I love it. We
2: need to put that kid on the payroll.
3: We listen to your podcast. And then right when he said that, I looked at his hat and it was a UM hat. Okay. So I was like, oh, well, yeah, it makes he's sense. from Miami, Miami right, you know? right, Um. And he's like, yeah, man, we love your podcast. And I was like... Here I am in the middle of, <laughs> of another country, not even the resort you're staying at. Right, right. <laughs> and we came across a listener. Yes. So, you know, thank you. Yes. I didn't get his name. But, but, but you're you. a listener, so but you're hearing this and you know who you so are. you're listening listener. It was great bumping into you guys at Punta Cana. And I'm um, sure
2: he took a lovely picture.
3: He did, actually, which I'm going to post. Um I should post it on our page. On our page. This is, if you took this picture, please tell us who you are. <laughs> um, so anyway, I thought that was like really random.
2: It is really random. Really, really yeah, random. About the
3: you, you know, that actually, I think, tops the, the cop. <laughs> you know, when I was involved in... That a, is true.
2: Because
3: the cop was still here. ...accident a few years ago. That the cop's like, Darien Kessou, are you... DJ from Let me tell you. I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> and it's funny because when he said that, I was so like, yes, I am. You were on. And it's funny because I wasn't, I was sort of like. Well, you were
2: collateral damage
3: in that I was incident. in a collateral yeah, damage in yeah. an accident. Yeah. So it's not like I was getting cited or anything. See, no, I, don't I, didn't, I didn't need to be like on and charming. Right. I was, but I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> so any of you, any of you out there who haven't done an all-inclusive, do an all-inclusive, eat, drink, be happy, do whatever, you know. <laughs> Metete en la piscina all day, bronceate. I'm telling you, next year we should do that for our our friend trip. Yes, my parents had a blast. They didn't do a damn thing. They didn't eat. They went to okay. bed early. Okay. They they. I I told my parents, ¿Por qué no se meten en la piscina? Ay no, estoy lleno de cloro. Okay, <laughs> vayan a la playa. Ay no, pero eso la arena. Okay, metete in because in this hotel we stayed in, sure. we stayed at the. Um, Melia Paradisios Gran Cana, amazing, amazing venue, uh, property. Um, Each room, each room is a suite. And and it has a huge, like, I wouldn't even say it's a balcony. I say it's like... uh, Almost another room. A living room, an outside living room with, like, a couch and tables and chairs. And each of them has not even a jacuzzi. It's like a tub outside, right? And... I would tell my parents, why don't you get in the tub, relax. I know you esa bañadera afuera. I'm like, but if you <laughs> listen to them, I we had a great time. Okay, well, Qué tiempo más rico pasamos en Punta Cana. Well, you know, Qué bueno. Well, everybody and has I'm, their, their version of a good time. And I'm like, exactly. I'm like, as long as your recollection right, is good, right, right, that's all that matters. Right. So, you know.
2: Right. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> so, yeah. <Yes>. Ahora bajar la... <laughs> the, yes. the weight that Ahora I got Ahora hit the gym you know what else so i noticed this and and i and i'd be i'd be i would be interested in um in hearing from certain uh our listeners that in are like in the hospitality business or like the catering business and mm-hmm. all that have you noticed that because i noticed this even when we went on the cruise that buffets don't want to be called buffets anymore they don't in the cruise, you know the cruise we went on, listeners, yeah. uh, last month. We went on Royal Caribbean on the what was it, Freedom of the Freedom, Seas? Yeah. Right, Royal Caribbean. It's not called the buffet; it's called the Windjammer Marketplace.
2: Oh, I didn't even notice.
3: Yeah, it's not called the buffet. And the resort we were staying at, it was the No Sei que Food Hall. It was a buffet, but it's a, right. <laughs> but it was a food. They called it the food hall. <laughs> the food okay. hall, and I, and, and it's funny because when we were looking at other resorts, that we were like looking at, right, right. at like you know the restaurants and stuff like that. Yeah, they're not called buffets. It's people, food halls now. Yeah, yeah, people, or whatever other or name, a, anything or but The buffet. marketplace, right? But they don't want to call it buffet. Están like como the residency, right? No, they want to. You know, porque cuando tú crees un buffet, tú crees chicken strips. I mean, I just think of
2: happiness. That is true. <laughs> I mean, you know me. I, I hear buffet and I don't care. It just point me you know, in the direction. You know, I have to say
3: that the Golden Corral has up their game. I haven't been in them the longest time. So they're, they're, they opened up a Golden Corral in Hialeah. Yes. So I've gone, because really Golden Corral was like an Orlando thing. There
2: was one down south. There's, there still is, is by Homestead.
3: At, uh, yes, sir, yes, yeah. but uh, it's an Orlando thing. Like, oh, we're in Orlando. Let's go to the Golden Corral. Right. Yeah, I my road, whole so.
2: problem with the Golden Corral
3: was always that like mysterious thing floating in the chocolate fountain, <clears throat> and how like when I would go get like the chicken nuggets, there was that lone chicken nugget that had been there forever. Yeah, so and it's like doodle. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I'm not a picky eater, but I was. Eh. <laughs> but I have to say, I don't think that makes you a picky eater, not wanting the to. The Golden, Golden Corral in Hialeah, which I imagine is consistent with all the other golden go garage the right. like they have a proper carving station oh yes i want okay. my prime r- beef with you know
2: horseradish okay okay <laughs> so hi uh, so before we get into any topics of conversations i just want to bring up something um so i don't know if you guys saw or if you even saw that this um this week have you guys heard of the imahang awards uh, no. Okay. So the Amahang Awards have been around for a while. Um, they're basically considered like the Latino Golden Globes. And funny enough, they were actually founded by Norman Lear. Um, by Norman Lear. By Norman Lear. turned 100 this year. Yeah, already did. Um, because he was aware of the near absence of positive portrayals of Latinos in the entertainment industry. So, you know, he he put this together and and it's since become a thing. Well, the nominations were announced this week. And I have to say, I'm kind of proud of our little dog and pony show because the amount of nominees that we have had on our show mm-hmm. are pretty damn cool. Oh, okay. Mira, we've had we had Carlos Santos from Henteified and Spanish Aki like Presents, Javier from what we do in the shadows. Of course, it's Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's Carlos. Exactly. <laughs> Natalie Morales got nominated um, for for love love language, um, but also not just her, but also the the movie a. Gracie Mercedes from a Grand Crew got nominated. Seleni Sleva got nominated. Like, I was looking at the list and I was like, Pero see, si, like all these people have There's been a on our roster, show. Of, a our roster of our of our guests. So I was like, you know, it makes me feel proud to know that we are like giving the spotlight to people who are being recognized by other mediums. Um, now we just need them to be recognized by like, you know, the Emmys and the Golden Globes right. and all that. But but it's like shit, you know, that's pretty cool. I just want to give a big congrats to, to nice. all of our guests. Congratulations you know? yeah. to our
3: guests. They're part of the Pero Let Me Tell You Family. They are they're all Primos. And catalog. Yes, they're peroprimos. So, uh not to be a Debbie Downer, but okay. I kinda did want to bring up really quick, uh, okay. I just wanted to give um a moment to you know, we, we we're not necessarily a Miami podcast, but we are a Miami podcast. We're based here, I mean. So um this week a um the, police, the Miami-Dade Police Department did lose uh, oh. a detective, you know. Um, what,
2: what is it that happened exactly? He, he was shot in the line of duty. He was shot in the line of duty. Yeah. Okay, okay.
3: So, you know, we want to give our condolences to Detective Cesar Echeveri, um, who died this week. Um, you know, I think that whatever somebody's opinion may be about the police and whatever uh, right. issues are with the police, I, I think we always need to keep the perspective of what's saying when we're running away from something. They're running towards, they're it. Running towards it. Unless and, it's Uvalde. And, um, and um, you know, again, I, I know a lot of people have issues. And and there's a lot of things going around in terms of police. But, you know, these men and women still put their lives on the line every Absolutely. every day. And, you know, that is a job that you really don't know if you're going to come back at the end of the day. And, um, and it's, it's important to remember those people that, um, have given their life in the line of service. So, you know, our condolences, uh, to him and his family, you know, a a local, um, loss. So, you know, again, I didn't want to be a Debbie downer this early in the show, but I thought it was important that we,
2: yeah. Well, there's, there's never a a good time to bring bring that. Right. I know. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's, but I thought it was important that we bring that up. No,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. So.
3: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We know things can feel overwhelming from jobs to family to relationships, even finances. And despite the stigma from Hispanic families about airing our dirty laundry, we can all use someone to talk to during those moments of stress. Well, we're here to remind you that there's no shame in admitting that you need to speak with someone to work towards improving mental well-being. That's where BetterHelp comes in to, well, help. A customized online therapy provider, they offer therapy options on your time, whether it's via phone, video, text, or even live chat sessions with a therapist. BetterHelp's customized approach matches you with a therapist in under 48 hours based on what you're experiencing to help you better understand yourself. And as a special offer for Pero Let Me Tell You listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com pero. It's already more affordable than in-person therapy and now you can save on your first month. Everyone deserves to be happy and BetterHelp has helped millions take their first step on that path. That's betterhelp.com slash pero. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast episode.
2: I actually... I'm I'm like taking a moment just because it's like, it feels weird to just transition into another topic automatically, right? So we are transitioning (laughs) to another topic right now. So did you want to... No, no, no. I mean, I have, but but you have as well. So so
3: I actually saw a documentary this week that I kind of wanted to briefly mention. Okay. Um... In conversation and um I guess it's more relevant to people of a certain age being us uh <laughs> I think older Millennials and generation what's the older before Millennials y X X generally generation Wait, X it's
2: X then Millennials then Z what happened to y uh <laughs> uh, okay, so older millennials. So you pe- know how
3: it is. Sometimes why? people in their mid thirties and older. Okay, okay <laughs> all right. Got it. Got it. So Woodstock
2: '99, something that many people forget about. What did you? What do you remember about Woodstock '99? I remember it was broadcast on MTV mm-hmm. because they still did music then, mm-hmm. and I remember that it was it was the 25th anniversary of 30th. Woodstock, 30th anniversary, and essentially it. Became a shit show, right? Because there was you know. a lot of rain, so it was all muddy. Which I believe people were saying, like, "Oh, just like the original Woodstock or whatever." But I feel like it devolved into chaos because by the end, weren't they burning porta potties?
3: That would be an understatement. Everything you just okay, said. Okay. So,
2: <laughs> so for those of you who are younger, time maybe has don't dampened remember, my memory. So in
3: 1999, you know the the, the infamous and now legendary iconic uh, Woodstock concert of 1969. Right, right. Um, you know. Woodstock, 1969, was very counterculture. It was about love and peace, and uh, the hippie you know, movement. The, the exactly uh, musicians got together and put on this concert. We, you know, we have the legendary like performances from Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin, and Etta Joan Baez was very big in it, and mm-hmm. s- the list goes on. So in 1999, they wanted to celebrate the 30th anniversary of that, which a lot of people also forgot there was a Woodstock in 1994. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but nothing went happened to that one. That's so, why nobody remembers it. So nobody remembers it. But the Woodstock 99 was on the 30th anniversary, and they mm-hmm. wanted again to be peace and love and, and right. all this stuff. But the problem was there, there was a lot of problems. The problem was that Woodstock 94 didn't make any money. So now the Okay, that's why nobody remembers the it. point of this Woodstock was to make a profit. So counter to Woodstock. Complete 69. counter to sixty nine. <laughs> and everything was really expensive. Like water was five dollars a bottle. That's right. Right. In 1999, right so, now, five dollars. And water, then we're like, so hey. I saw the documentary, and I was like, Where really, is it playing? It's it, there's so there's two documentaries, okay? There's one on Netflix, which is the one I watched called Trainwreck, <laughs> and then there's one on HBO. Um, okay. so again, this is big enough that it has two documentaries, so it's, it's like Firefest, it's like Firefest, okay? Remember when Firefest <laughs> happened, I was like, Which documentary do I watch first? Watch like, them all, well, I did, that <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> um, but anyway, so water you know water was five dollars and it was everything was like crazy expensive and the thing was that um they did it in an old air force base a decommissioned air air force base Mm -hmm. so a lot or most of this was on pavement (laughs) oh yes in the summer hell no and i was like who thought that was a good idea like right But anyway... But
2: that's that's the least of
3: it. The reason I bring this up is because, you know, and this is not necessarily to get political, but it is a a commentary just on society in general, Mm -hmm. right? So... I, I took particular interest in this documentary because, again, this happened in 1999, which was, like, for me and our age group, right. like, the peak of the MTV TRL area, True. era. True. So I was, like, very, like, I remember, as you said, right. watching it live on TV that weekend. Right. I remember when when um, Carson Daly was getting attacked. I remember when, when um, Itag. Uh, I don't know, know why.
2: I feel like Suchin Pak was involved.
3: No. Uh, <laughs> um, 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 Amaya Lewis was there and um it did kurt loader obviously and uh um how about the soren uh the other one they were all there and yeah. there was a moment live on tv that they were like okay we, to we go. gotta go we yeah. need to go because like things are getting out of control yeah. so as you said there was on the last day there were fires they set the whole place on fire they set like eight nine ten uh Semi trucks on fire, and these trucks had gas (gasps) tanks and propane tanks, and they exploded. They knocked down um, the like um, antenna. Okay, the the tower that was broadcast. They knocked down the tower, and there were two hundred and fifty thousand people here. Wow! Right, and
2: all of this came to a head. That many people. Yeah,
3: all this came to a head. So, the the festival was, was what four days? The festival was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. By Friday night. Yeah. They were like, okay, this is getting out. On the the first night. The mood changed. They were like, this is getting out of control, right? So, I think Korn played on Friday night. And things got out of control during Corn on Friday night. Then Bush played. And for those of you who are interested (laughs) in this... You're going to get a full yes. blown. Then Bush played. We're, we're starting a Wikipedia page. And all these people are in the documentary. Well, and Gavin Rosdale Razz, was like, look, when I went on stage, we were like a little scared. So we toned it down a little bit. He only played like ballads. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, like but, you change know, the but set even list. Bush was like, like, Bush is a little bit tamer than like Corn, Right. You know? Right. 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 Yeah. Um, so then that was on Friday. Like the, the proponents of people are like. Something's happening. This is like. Right. Crazy. On Saturday, it gets worse. On Saturday, Cheryl Crow goes on during the day,
2: and oh, she gets not the re- Grammy's favorite she artist.
3: She gets really upset because they wanted her to take off her top, and she's like, "Excuse me," and like they were being like ruthless to her. So then, it got worse on Saturday, and they're like, "This is a ticking time bomb." Like, yeah, people are like, "We should call this off." Imagínate that. Then by Sunday, by Sunday in the morning, they were like, "Okay." Jewel's gonna come on <laughs> I mean if Jewel Can't pacify you yeah. <laughs> And Jewel's gonna sing Her folky She's you know. gonna yodel A little yes. bit right And Jewel was like Get me out of here See, She's done a documentary too And she was like I felt really scared Because I felt that that crowd, when you're talking about 250,000 oh, people. What are people? you going to do? What can you do? They could turn on you. and when Even you, though I'm on a stage. You're you sitting target. As we know from Selena's movie, oh, yeah. a stage can be that, broken. That's true. <laughs> even Selena couldn't have saved this festival. <laughs> so, you know. and Everybody who's watched <laughs> Selena knows, knows exactly what, what we're, we're talking about. about. Um, so Jewel was like, get me out of here. Wow. So then, this the tension keeps building and building and building. And Limp Biscuit comes on to sing break stuff. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'll be out there. <laughs> Read the room, Fred. So, Read the so room. It got from bad to catastrophic. And then Red Hot Chili Pepper came on and they sent fire. <laughs> oh, so no. It Anthony. Was, it was really bad. The reason I bring this up is... Because I wasn't even thinking in those lines when I was watching the documentary or my recollection of it. You were just watching it as like a memory thing. When I was watching it, I'm like, everybody here is white. Uh, There is not one person of color there. Really? Whatever color of the spectrum. Right. At least not on camera. Right. There was a lot of footage from this. Right, right, right. There was nobody who was, everybody was white. Everybody. The reason I bring this up is because you know what I thought about?
2: I feel like, you know,
3: Latins and Blacks aren't going to go see Jewel. <laughs> but you know what I thought about? I thought about, like, okay, people were so opinionated in 2020 right, right. during the George uh, Floyd you Protest. know protests that some did turn into riots and there was violence. People were so opinionated about, you know... Brown and black people, you know, involved in this, right. getting out of hand and, right. you know, they looted this and they and, looted and that. They, what they did was wrong. Right. And, and and you know, oh, the progressive people and, blah, 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 right, and right, all this right. stuff. People were so opinionated. But I'm like, oh. These people and, and, blew and up and not, tankers. And not to justify that. Right. Because, you know, looting is not, you know, we don't justify. One it. doesn't take away from the but, other. But there was a cause to that, Right. Right, that was because of something, because of right. an injustice. Right, right. But here we have, you know, Woodstock. Woodstock, which is like ninety nine point nine percent white. what well, do no, they say it in the documentary? They're like, these were all white frat boys who committed, like, they were savages. Well, I think like,
2: isn't, isn't there was like untold uh, counts rapes, of rapes, rapes, yeah. rapes.
3: Yeah. Rape. No, no, that's one of the things yeah. that they in the documentary they kind of end with how the promoters were like, oh, you know. It kills us to hear that all these women were raped, and they talk about like one of one of the guys was like a reporter. He was saying how like there was a moment in because they had like a hangar that was like the rave Mm hangar, and Fat Boy Slim was playing in it on Sunday night when everything (laughs) broke loose, and he's like somebody broke into like a, a van and they plummeted through the crowd. Not in protest of anything because it's like, bro, you know, let's, you know, cause havoc and chaos. And one of the reporters there said that he looked into the van and he saw, like, a girl getting raped, right? And he says, I could never unsee that because of the amount of rapes and
2: things that were happening and just the... The the, the reason I bring that... Do they ever say in the documentary what they think set everything off? Because they were
3: saying... Yeah, they do. They were
2: saying that, like... It was hot because we're like, talking, but we're talking because we're talking about something to your point. It, things were expensive, so it's like I'm going to pay all this money to go to something. Right. To then... it, it was hot. It was
3: expensive to get in, and they didn't think of like the user experience. Like the facilities were terrible. Everything was mm-hmm. expensive. They ran out of running water. They ran out of portable drinking water. It was all you know, hundred some degrees, right. um, and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. The porta potties were overflowing. I
2: just don't understand how people that turns into rage. Like that. But but that's why like, I brought I would this leave. up. But I'm like, I would there, you
3: you have like the situation of like all these people who And I'm are sure acting... there were people
2: who saw shit going on. They're like, you know what? I'm leaving. Right.
3: Because when you're in that huge of a crowd, it's like, you, I mean, you're taking your life into your own hands. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, I, I was like, I bring that up not to stir controversy and whatever, but I bring that up to show that like people do fucked up shit, no matter who you are
2: right. or what. And were there any charges brought up against anybody? No.
3: They didn't talk Not about really, that. because They didn't talk about that.
2: But, 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 <laughs> what I think
3: was really funny was that one of the girls the interview for, in the documentary, you know, and all these people now are like our age, they're late right, 30s, right. early 40s. She was fourteen when she was there. Yeah, and her mom totally let her go. She By like, herself? Yes. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. Un she's white. Tiene que ser una americana. Right, pero americana like the norte. Have you ever? Have I ever told you? I don't. I don't think I've ever told on air the story of when I I um I I uh, sneaked out to watch Pearl Jam.
2: I don't know the story. You don't know this story. <laughs> I finally found a story of yours. I don't know. You don't know this story. I do not know okay. this story. So picture it. 1993, <laughs> Miami. 1993, Bayfront, a park, amphitheater. I know the concert you're talking about. Yeah.
3: So no, it was in 1993 because I was already with Anna. Um, so it was like either 94 or 95. Okay. I um, Pearl Jam was on tour, yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I was gonna go. For see some it. reason, they always play the Bayfront Amphitheater. Yes, I was gonna go see Pearl Jam. Right. Of course, my parents were not gonna let me go. Right. Right. Because my parents listeners. You were what, 14, 15? I was like fifteen, six I was like fifteen, sixteen. Okay. My parents, listeners, my parent, when 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 I was a teenager, like especially the more middle school, early high school years, my parents' biggest fear was that I was gonna be a rocker. Rockero, <inaudible> that I tell you that one day I was listening really loud to Free Your Mind by In Vogue. <laughs> and you know that that song has like a really yeah, yeah, big guitar riff? riff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mom comes in and she's like, Lo sabía. Lo último que faltaba. está vuelto rockero. And I'm like, It's in vogue. <laughs> They're the funky divas. Like, <laughs> what? So my parents are always horrified that I was going to become a rocker. Right. Because, you know, even though I. Did like Mariah Carey. I did like, I was really into yeah. Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Right. Like and everyone Alice else Jade at that all time. That. It, it was very popular right. at that time. That's what like people of our age were in. Yeah. But I was really into it. Right. I, I really did like it. I But I'm
2: saying it's not like you were into anything that was
3: underground. Uh, right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, but anyway, so my parents were not gonna let me go to this. So I was like, well, I'm gonna go to this. So me and my girlfriend at the time devised the plan. We're like, okay, this is in Bayfront Park. Bayfront Park is served by the Metro Mover. <laughs> That's right. If we tell it's her mom the few to drop us goes. off at Dadeland, Dadeland Mall, because her mom was all about like dropping us off in the mall and being at the mall you right, know, right, 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 for 20 hours. hours. Yeah. And then my parents wouldn't worry. <laughs> because right, 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 right. <laughs>
2: They're not doing anything bad. And coincidentally... Like the only place que vale la pena that the metro mover goes is, is Bayfront Park. Yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I devised a plan, which is pretty good for fifteen. I, I, I was is like, like Okay, we're gonna go to the mall, we're gonna
3: tell your mom, we're gonna go to the mall, we're gonna have dinner, right, at the mall. Right, we're right. gonna be there all day. We're gonna get on the metro move, we're gonna get on the metro rail, which takes us to the metro mover right. station and government center, which then takes us to Bayfront Park. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Go to the concert, get back. Boom, boom, boom. Right. And I had even bought the tickets at Trax Music in Town and Country. Wow. And I had told her mom I had told her mom, I was like, Take us because I'm gonna buy a CD. You know?
2: And again, and they had nothing a second master the in there.
3: Right. Right. So I, I was set. So we, going to the, we go to the concert. Okay. And then Pearl Jam. I did not know this. We go to the concert and I was like, we're in. A, I was so happy. And it's so funny because now I'm thinking, I don't have any pictures of that. I'm like, okay, yeah, the, you're, no camera phones. Right. Um, we get to the concert and then the problem was that Pearl Jam <laughs> did not want to go on stage because. A uh, Bayfront Amphitheater had, like, corporate signs. Okay. Like, Bell South at the time right, or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, th- and, I think that was their And sponsor. they had asked that they wanted it covered, and they didn't cover it. It was one of,
2: one of those I all know. morning.
3: Bullshit. Well, yeah, bullshit. And they canceled the show.
2: They canceled the show? Yeah, they
3: were like, we're not going on if that's removed. So they canceled the show, and a riot broke out. Oh, shit. A riot broke out that the SWAT team came. And I was like, um... I was like,
2: out know of I, like,
3: um, I think it's time I call my father. <laughs> and I was like, Papa... You had to go find a
2: payphone. I, exactly. But Number have, one, you had to go find a payphone. But we were by
3: bayside. Lots that's of true, payphones. That's true, we were that's downtown at, at the time. Lots of payphones. Baba. Concerto in payphone. Pero cómo que te da en el concierto? And I'm like, "Si, y está en su atención." And then it had already made the news. He's like. You're in el molot de gente. You
2: don't know this story? I
3: don't know this story. And I'm like, yes, just come.
2: Just come get me. You can read me out on the way home, but just come get me. So, So Oh wow. But you know
3: what? You know what to my defense? Pearl Jam in my Bayfront Park was not Woodstock
2: at 14. That is true.
3: And I sneaked out. My parents didn't (laughs) let me go. Right.
2: That's a very big distinction because it's one thing to be like, for her to come on the documentary and be like, you know, my mother thought that I was staying at a friend's house and we went there. No, her mother was like, have fun, sweetie. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, are you crazy? (laughs) And I know (laughs) we sound like like, all of our grandparents right now. I don't care. No
3: Hispanic would have let their kid go to... Una pila de marihuanero ahí. No, en... hippie marihuanero. Estás loco. No, 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 una no, 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 niña no. de 14 años de su casa. ¿Qué hace, ¿qué hace ahí? Una niña de, de c... 6. No, no,
2: locura. no. <laughs> but yeah watch train wreck on Netflix people. the worst part the worst part would have been like some Latin kid would have shown up there got you know beat up in the melee and the parents would have been like eso es lo que te pasa de la casa sin decirme para aprender so
3: yeah it was like you know a bunch of angry white frat guys you know tearing shit up
2: I don't get it I just don't get that anger of of for no reason, right? Because they're not even angry. I mean, they're because we didn't
3: grow up as entitled yuppie white. That guys might be why. Connecticut. That <laughs> like, might be why.
2: <laughs> I wish I had the confidence as a, of a mediocre white man. <laughs>
3: that's a saying. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard that, but that's great.
2: <laughs> I wish I had all the confidence of a middle-aged mediocre white man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, there we go.
2: <laughs> no lies detected. <laughs> uh, well. Changing topics, because I don't I don't know how to get out of Woodstock. <laughs> and, neither and did the two hundred neither did the two hundred and fifty thousand people, <laughs>
3: that's true. You know what they were doing? And they knew it. There was a, a moment where um that's why I tell you that people lose their minds. Right. Like there was a moment where like the the water they had like water filling stations for people to like fill right yeah, water yeah, bottles yeah. or whatever. The pipes had busted and the porter potties were leaking into like the same kind of uh, depression. Like,
2: yeah, so it's la estaba spreading. Right. Yeah.
3: And people were like diving in the mud in that. And they knew there was shit and pee in it. I know. And I'm like, but what is wrong with you, Sean I from Connecticut? I'm like, sorry, Sean. It's like, oh. No. Has, I mean, is this what you did to get Rush in your fraternity? No. Like,
2: you and I, Jackson have gone too far.
3: Yes. Yes. no, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, and then one last thing. In in the train wreck one, the one of Netflix, okay. there is a guy who they interview. I'm gonna show you a picture of him. Oh, there Lord. is a guy that they interview him they interview that is Beavis. Beavis was there? That is Beavis. That's Beavis. Oh. That is the real life Beavis. So listeners, if you watch this documentary, you're gonna know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. One of the people they interviewed in the Tiger. documentary. No, 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 no. That is Beavis. That they interview, you know, that he Joe was exotic, at Natural Tiger. Is Beavis. That is that is who Beavis is based on. That is
2: Beavis. Mike Judge, you owe this man royalties. <laughs> A lot of them. See,
3: I, even, I was even like, you know how Beavis on the show on Beavis and Butthead, his face is always on the. Side. Yeah, he's always on like a 360. He's, he's uh, three around yeah. They did it with this guy. Like, he no never shit. looked
2: straight at the camera. They okay. knew what they were okay, doing. They knew what they were doing. We spent too they much time knew on what, on what they stop. were doing. All right. No, so I was going to bring up have you heard of this new job phenomenon called quiet quitting? Oh, yeah,
3: that people that are. Z, Z, Generation Z. It's they're doing only the bare the minimum, bare right? Minimum. Yeah. Go go into it.
2: So, for those of you who haven't heard of it, it Darian basically was saying it. It's so uh, I'm looking. At, I'm trying to look for like the definition. Definition. So I don't really think it's an Oxford. Well, no, 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 because I have a thing here in front of me. So basically, it's they advocate coasting from nine to five, doing just enough to get by. Many want to untether their careers from their identities, or like they'll you know they set firm boundaries against overtime or they basically will be like i can do the bare minimum but i'm also going to work like you know on my script while i'm on the clock and things like that and i just think it's funny that this now has a name because this is not really new I mean, um, think about it. How we've always known people who are like, you know what? Tengo tremendo beneficio. I have really good pay. I don't work the weekends. I'm not gonna rock the boat. I'm just gonna. I think I'm just gonna. Coast. I do
3: think that that is something new. Be- well, no, no, no. Hold on. I don't think it's something new. I just think that now, especially since Generation Z is like, just like. A few years back, it was all about millennials. Right now, it's all all about Generation Z. Z. You know, they want to make a news story about everything and they want to talk about everything and and label everything. People have been doing that for years. For years. For years. This is not. Most government employees. And you know what? And it's like everything. When you're in your early 20s, especially, and you're working someplace, you don't care. You don't care. Unless it's like a job you're very passionate about, right? Right. You, You don't care. I mean, I remember when I was in college. I had a very good job at a very good company, yeah. and I went and I did my job, but I wasn't looking for a promotion, which I did end up getting a promotion, but it wasn't like even... You were not
2: burning the midnight oil.
3: Because I wasn't, because I'm like, this is not where I'm going to be forever, right, This right. is and it was a great company. Well, but you were studying to do something else. Right, but this is not where I'm going to be. This is not my destiny. I don't right. care to climb the corporate ladder. Right. I did my job. I did it very well, but I wasn't like, I have to be the superstar, you know, because... Right.
2: But do you think... Okay, so there's obviously an element of that. But do you think that there's also maybe an element of... And again, I feel like we live in a world now where everything is is more broadcast mm-hmm. for the good and the bad. Do you think that there's a lot more of people kind of saying, you know what? I'm going to... Uh, even if it's something you love, right? A job that you've wanted. I'm going to go I'm gonna matab me, and they're either not going to give me the promotion or it's going to take forever or when they have to slash to make you know profit that year, guess what? I was here 24 hours a day and they're still going to fire me. Right. Which but I think people learn, previous generations, people learn that later in life. Well, but I also think that in
3: the last maybe... I don't know if it's 20 years, 15 years, 10 years, but in the last several years, we hear a term that we didn't really hear before and that was... Work life balance. Yes, yes. That term didn't exist before. when we were growing up. It didn't. Yeah, even when we first were in the workforce. No, in our twenties,
2: we were probably one of the first to start hearing it. But but work life balance it wasn't
3: a was thing not like something. And now it's not only something that you hear about, but it's something that companies promote, especially after about. COVID. I you know I actually think maybe that that term started with like the tech companies because like remember yeah. when Google, Silicon Valley. Oh, you know,
2: there's like a um, a pool table, and but then that's not work life balance because they're just giving you shit so you stay. But I think that that's
3: like kind of where the concept started that like work should not you shouldn't have to be like in your cubicle in your desk you know grinding all right eight hours of the day. You should if you want to get up to have a drink if you want to go hang out you know whatever. Um, and and obviously that is something very important because as you said. That, that happens all the time you know people work for a company years and years and years and when they have to let you go they let you go yeah. so and so it's kind of like a two-way street it's like am i gonna be so devoted to when i'm just a number right when i'm irreplaceable no I'm, I'm replaceable i'm replaceable i mean <laughs> we're um, not beyonce a... that's funny because i was thinking right now of the song and i was <laughs> that's why i said irreplaceable <laughs> like, I figured as much. um you know as much as i like beyonce that's like I don't care for that song.
2: Well, that song's too mainstream for you to care for. Why would? That's actually why I don't like it. <laughs> you say this like I don't know you. <laughs> you say this like I don't know your brain, sir. Like. 32 years, people. Exactly. <laughs>
3: that's why. I know uh, that's exactly why. The song.
2: Um, <laughs> if that had been a B-side, you'd love it. <laughs> whatever. But it's not a bad thing. It's just who you are. <laughs> all about the counterculture.
3: Yet I didn't go to. You didn't uh, go to Woodstock. I didn't 99. go to Woodstock because I'm not because you had Cuban <laughs>
2: parents. That's why. Yeah. I mean,
3: they didn't let me go to the Pearl Jam concert. <laughs> you think they were going to let me go to Woodstock? Listen,
2: the Pearl Jam concert ended with a SWAT team. If that, w- if you would have gone to the Woodstock '99, they would have died.
3: First of all, my parents already have a very, very low um opinion about hippies, right? Um you know they come from the Reagan era. So, mm, that's yeah. true. But no, but back to what you were saying. Yeah, I just think waiting. that, you know, I, I I I think I read somewhere that like people now are putting it on Twitter on on not Twitter, TikTok. on TikTok.
2: Yeah. It's like, "Oh, I'm coasting by." It's like, "Okay, good for fucking you." So. Also, the point of coasting is not to get noticed, kids. Right. The minute you put it on social media, now your boss can find you eating yeah. shit. Like <laughs> Like, come on, guys, if you're gonna coast, do
3: it right. Coasting is not like the gym, right? That if you don't post it on social exactly. media, you didn't go. It's the
2: opposite. Right. You want to not post. This, you want to keep on the DL. On the DL. absolutely, Always. Absolutely. Always.
3: But do you think that that, I think that people from like the greatest generation, the World War II era, are probably looking at these kids and being like, damn it, that's what we went for. This is why we beat them. <laughs> this is the, what we went to Norman before yeah, this what we beat the, the Nazis for, for this. <laughs> like, for this. Actually, you know what? Speaking of that. So, well, not of that, but transitioning into something else. How you know how I always say, well, we always say that Twitter, the internet, social media is just an evil, evil place where the 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 good and the bad trolls just go to, like, just be awful, awful people. Yeah, they've come out from under
2: the bridges, and so
3: (laughs) I, I, I think it was on Twitter that I. I don't know if I follow. I don't even know how certain feeds pop up on my feed. (laughs) Like how certain messages.
2: You've given up on the algorithm.
3: Yeah, because it's like. Again, I use Twitter very limited. Like very limited. Right. Whatever. Anyway. So what happened was that this post came out. Or tweet, excuse me. Of some nostalgic appliance account.
2: So this ad came out. This commercial. Okay, hold on. So it's. It's an account on Twitter that just shows, like, old appliances. Yes, but this is a thing. because <laughs> No, no, but I mean, like, like those old, like, funny appliances and things like that. Not even funny appliances.
3: You know when you have an interest in something or you're like, oh, you know, curious about something, mm-hmm. but then you go, you find it on YouTube, it has millions of views, and it's like, oh, okay, I'm not the, I'm only, not one. the only one. Right. right. There are pages upon pages, channels, I'm sorry, on YouTube dedicated to 1940s and 1950s 50s kitchen appliances. Wow. Yeah, like the ads. Because what happened is that during the 1950s and uh, 40s and 50s, uh, the post-war years, right, especially, course, yeah. all these manufacturers like Whirlpool, Frigidaire, mm-hmm. uh, Maytag, that is when they started releasing products that, are what we now know as a modern kitchen. Right, for the home. Right. a a ref, a An electric refrigerator was a built-in freezer. A dishwasher. Right. Those were all things that came to prominence in the 40s and 50s. Electric mixers. In the post-war right. era. So that is this is a learned part of the show. Yes. So that's why a lot, when you look at a lot of those Ads in black and white, you're like, but why are they giving a whole tutorial on how to use a refrigerator?
2: Right? (laughs) Because this was the second one off the line. Right. This is
3: sort of, you know what this is sort of similar to? That now infamous Windows 95 video that Matthew Perry and Jennifer Aniston did. Yes. Where they explain Windows and and the the internet. internet. Yeah, It's sort of, that was pretty good. That That was was a good good connection. Um, To that, so they did a lot of these campaigns okay. in the 40s and 50s. So, going back to my original comment. So, this tweet was like this little refer this I don't know whatever the time limit is 20, 30, 60 seconds of this lady showing what the new refrigerator could do. And okay. it was from 1948, I think. Okay. And like, you could open up to like put the vegetables, but you could take that gaveta out and put Things it in the no. faucet. But no, that, that was like a really cool thing because la gaveta was on the door oh. and you could remove it from the door. And then it, it had like draining. So you, so could, you like could wash your, wash vegetables. your vegetables, all oh, that. Okay. And then the point <laughs> was that somebody said... Oh, this 1945 or 48 refrigerator has more features than a modern day refrigerator, right? Okay, that's what I was thinking too. A joke. Somebody comment. Well, you could blame that on capitalism. But how? So, yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Ahí se todo. One down from there. And uh, an argument and back and forth and, you know, people chiming in. What and does that have blah, blah, to blah. do?
2: What? What? I, wouldn't I, capitalism want more features so you can I, charge oh more? Oh my
3: God. Oh my God. This was a fucking tweet about a refrigerator <laughs> from 1945. <laughs> Un refrigerador. <laughs> Un frigeraire. <laughs> Como decía mi abuela. Echamos fa en la lavadora. I mean, oh my... Like, I can't. That's like, great. I, can't. I say it all the time. We've talked about it here a million times. Like, I can't... Oh! I have another one.
2: That's wonderful.
3: So, I actually... Which was very depressing. <laughs> no, no. This is actually very sad. There was a tweet I saw yesterday of this person who... Unfortunately, is going through cancer, okay. and they were like, "Oh, you know, the doctor gave me and then I went to their mm-hmm. their actual page, and they 've been posting their the their cancer journey for quite some time. But unfortunately, you know, he's sort of reached the point where there's not much right. they can do and he was like it's, the it's doctors like palliative care. The doctors told me that I have to six months lift, they already gave me like the like my final amount of prescription, they gave me the information for hospice. Right. This is a lot to take in, you know, whatever, hey, whatever, whatever. Terrible. Just awful. That's horrible. And then, you know, people giving condolences and oh, you know, be at peace, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know, if our country, if I think this person was in Texas, I think. Oh, you know, if Texas had legalized medical marijuana, blah, 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 you wouldn't be in so much pain. But that's what you get for blah blah blah, the top of government that you have. So then somebody else chimes in. Oh, because you know, blah, 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 you know, drug dispensaries, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, they started having get a fight, which ended up in politics. And I'm like, this poor man is like putting has three months to live of Him trying to process the fact that he's going to die in a few months and you people don't have the compassion or the discretion, because it's a matter of discretion, to not make this tweet about you and your thoughts, right, and your point of view and your grievance, but rather 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 just give this man encouraging words when literally you needed the most in what's left of your life, right? As you said, they made it about themselves. But that's
2: that's social media. And it's like, wow. That's social media.
3: Wow. I know we say this a lot on here that we talk about, what do you call it, the cesspool of Twitter? Yeah. But it really is like, it really is like the worst of humanity. The it worst is. of humanity.
2: It really is. It is. And I wonder, again, I know, again, like you've said, we've said this like a jillion times, you know, I, I wonder if these people do it. Do I mean, they know? I, do, do they care? Are they doing it just because they themselves, it's attention seeking behavior, clearly. Um, You know. Is it because they believe this or because they know that that's going to be a, that's going to, you know, set someone else off and, and that's what gets them their jollies. Like what, what, what drives this, you know, this need, because at this point it's a need to just be a dick.
3: Very well put. (laughs) Very well put. Yeah. The need to be a dick.
2: The need to be a dick. Because when somebody's dying of cancer, you know what? I don't give a flying fuck what your politics are. Yeah, uh, b- it's but, not about but, you. But that shouldn't even It's be, not about you. It's
3: it, that even shouldn't be on the on the hemisphere. Like you know, this person did a heartfelt like sort of I'm literally at the end of my rope and right. this is where you go and this is what you thought would be
2: helpful. Whatever. So, yeah, horrible <sighs> people. People suck. So, qué más me tiene? Well, I was gonna say people suck, but you know what doesn't suck? What? Las sodas? Oh,
3: well, <laughs> yes, of course. Those you drink.
2: Those you drink. So yes, there's there's that reason why it doesn't suck. So do you want to go first? Do you want me to go no, first? No, you go first. All right. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give kind of a gasless soda, and this is gonna be a weird gasless soda, but I'm giving the gasless soda to the dessert pavlova.
3: Okay, let's talk about this.
2: Alright. Have you had a Pavlova?
3: I love Pavlova.
2: Okay. Pavlova have become for me the paellas of dessert.
3: <laughs> okay, you need to explain that. Okay.
2: Listeners, and for those of you who are new, I will I will say. You know how like I don't have an issue We've talked about
0: this before. Yeah,
2: but I don't have an issue with paella as a dish. But what drives me insane is people we were like, I know you It's like I've had rice before. Okay, I've had rice and chicken in a big-ass cadero, okay? I'm, Pero
3: tiene marisco.
2: I'm, well, I don't eat marisco, so there's that. Okay. I like pavlova. It's a tasty little dessert. It's basically like... If, and I'm going to generalize the description, but essentially it's like a very thin, like, uh, merenguito almost. And then, you know, you have like a like a dulce de leche and then a little cream on top and then a fruit. I, I mean, I think that that's a pretty... Yeah. That's a pretty general description. It's an description. Italian meringue. Okay. It's yummy. Está rico. Whatever. Ay, pero últimamente todo mundo está... Because they're like, you know, oh my God, they're bringing a pavlova. Oh my God, look at the pavlova. Have you tried the pavlova? Ay, the pavlova. You know, it's, like, it's like, like pavlova. you know what? Yes, I've had merengue, I've had dulce de leche, and I've had fruit. ¿Tú sabes lo
3: que pasa con la pavlova? Oh. Lo mismo que pasa with a thin crust pizza. <laughs> you see the pavlova and it's big. Right. When they start cutting that shit, right? It starts to like echarse. because like Right. That's sort of like when when I see people ordering thin crust <laughs> pizza for like large amounts of people, I'm like, oh yeah, one large thin crust it's pizza is not going to go as not far equivalent as equivalent no, to a large it is pizza. Not. It's like you need three like of of thin right. crust pizza to be equivalent to, to one a, regular, a regular pizza. Yes, yes. So I see people getting like a Pavlova happy birthday.
2: Well, that's the thing. I went to, Equivalent I went to, to a cake. I went to a birthday party last week. Awesome. Last weekend. Uh-huh. Um, and they had two Pavlovas. They had one that had strawberry on top and one that had mango on top. And again, they were delicious. But it's like, you know what? Just get me a cake.
3: <laughs> just get me a cake. I, yeah, I wouldn't have that as like... I, I like Pavlova, but I wouldn't
2: necessarily have that um, like that. Yeah, so that's why I'm giving my gasla Soda to Pavlova. Just because it's... I think that's really random. It's become my... Buy for dessert. Okay.
3: So, I'm actually going to give my last soda. <laughs> I looked it up here to make sure I got it right. Okay. Um, to the remake of The Addams Family. Oh, the, the Wednesday series on Netflix? Yes. Specifically, well, yes, I should have said it by the proper name. <laughs> the casting of Catherine
2: Zeta-Jones. is brilliant.
3: It's so like, duh, but then it's like I would have never thought about it at the same right. time.
2: Right. I wouldn't have put it together. Right. Well, but of
3: course, Catherine Little jones Like when I saw her in the picture, I'm like, hello, oh, oh, yeah, like Morticia. <laughs> she like... just
2: had to get to a certain age to play it. Yeah. How old is Morticia? Uh, I I want to say the original, original Morticia still alive? No, um, all the uh, no, I, she's passed away. I think that uh, John Astin, I think, is still alive. Um, Do you know what of the original Diego Adams
3: mess. family? I don't even know what episode it is. What like is a scene that I remember the most, watching as a child is there was some random scene where she would be cutting the roses. Oh, that's,
2: that's how she would always... I, I, oh,
3: was that in more than one episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that she would cut the flower that, off.
2: That's how she would hacer el arreglo. Yes.
3: Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. you know what I would always remember? Like, the end where they would put the credits, like, maybe I was watching it with my grandma, she'd be like, ellos se están moviendo.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, because it was not a still photograph. <laughs> yes, they yes. were just
3: standing there, and then I forget which one... Somebody would of, start, like, moving. Yeah, so yeah my yeah, grandma yeah. would be like, ellos moviendo. <laughs> But yes, when I saw her as Morticia, I was like, "This is like a bit in plain sight, like yeah, all the time." Absolutely. Like, I can't imagine now any like modern day actress, anybody else playing, playing that, yeah. But Morticia, but that it, I haven't seen it, but no, it, um, hasn't,
2: it hasn't premiered yet.
3: But I saw like the trailer and all that, and it looks it looks fun. I Absolutely. I think that that Wednesday Adams movie or the, the Christina Ricci,
2: yes, that, that's Adam's family. Yeah, yeah. The,
3: but. Christina Ricci was like She was Wednesday She was Wednesday Yeah 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 That's what that movie Yeah 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 She stole that movie She stole
2: the movie so much That really the second part Is pretty much about her
3: Yeah because (laughs) I think It was one of these things That like they didn't expect That she was going to be like I don't want to say The breakout star Because she was A a huge character But right Like really I like it Because of her scenes
2: Yeah 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 Um, Angelica Houston's another One that was just A great choice for, For Morticia yeah Yeah.
3: I've always found Morticia
2: really pretty. Well, Galato, I mean, she has to fit into that little dress.
3: The only person I did not like as Morticia was Angelina Jolie. Wait, when was she? Wait, she went to the Oscars? Oh, (laughs) yes. Okay. (laughs) Because I... Okay, when she went to the Oscars... Listen,
2: we have established that she was not Morticia at
3: the Oscars. Okay. But wait, when she was in the Oscars... Like, I've actually thought about this. So, for your listeners who don't know, and I think it was... Was either two thousand? No, yeah, it was the year she won, 19, yeah, yeah, year she won yeah, for a yeah, girl. Interrupted. Girl, I was hate girl gone wild for <laughs> for Girl Interrupted. Um, she won the Academy Award. That's yes. also the year she sort of made out with her brother. Yes. Um, and I, when you look at her, the that year for you, those listeners who don't know what we're talking about, it. I think it was the nineteen ninety nine or either nineteen ninety nine or two thousand right. Oscars. Uh, Angelina Jolie, when she won the Oscar for girl interrupted Perfect. uh was it best actress or supporting supporting um cause Winona was the nobody the can say that whoever styled her did not style her oh, as Morticia sure. Adams for because sure cause th-
2: that wasn't a coincidence unless her stylist was Latina and then she styled her after Brenda from Maribu Mar- Mar- Mar.
3: and if you know that <laughs> reference
2: then you're clearly a listener of ours yeah <laughs> No, that would have been for Premio Lo Nuestro, wait.
3: Ah, right 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 Sorry, I mixed up the awards. I mixed up the awards. If she would have been to Premio Lo Nuestro, was, then it would have been like, <laughs> they styled you after Brenda from Mariman. Mariman. So we're talking about Mariman. So for those of you listeners, I feel if you listen to us, you have to know what Mariman is. Yeah. So Mariman was one of Talia's most famous soap operas in the mid-90s. And um, there was a character on that soap opera called Brenda. And she was like, what would you say she was at it? Wasn't she like, by Encantado. Was she like the... The manager, the owner. She was like the hostess. See, si, She was front the front end. Right. Yeah. But in every single scene <laughs> of every single episode she was in. And remember, soap operas have like, you know, hundreds of episodes. Right. She was always dressed like Morticia Adams. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not kidding people. She was dressed in a long black dress <laughs> with long, slick back. you know, black hair. And I'm like, okay... The soap opera is not like a parody. They're, right, right. This is not supposed to be funny. This doesn't have a sense of humor. Right. Right. This is how they're dressing her. <laughs> they're dressing her like Morticia Adams. It's In every scene. It's like, do they know? Like
2: <laughs> Sometimes I wonder. Because
3: maybe if the stylist is kinda like, ha ha, ha, ha I'm gonna
2: fuck right. with these people. Right. right. But I don't think so. I don't think that was it. I, I think that was I the decision so. that was made. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so if you're from you know, Latin
3: households. Jolita <laughs> yeah. Jolie was dressed as her it was just but yeah there. Morticia Adams yes so. she's, she's hot and sexy
2: For she's not dead right who Morticia's not dead no the Adams are not dead <laughs> no 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 they're alive they're alive I will say what I like about this um, this new Wednesday is that they're leaning a little bit more into the the thing that you know they are for on intents and purposes at least half Latin uh huh because Gomez you know, right. The guy's name is Gomez right. Is being placed by Luis Louis, Guzmán. Right uh, Wednesday is being played By Jenna Ortega So yeah. I can appreciate That they're It's not an overt thing But it's like a wink If you know you know
3: <laughs> And is <Morticia's> being played <laughs> By, by Kath-
2: a, a Welsh woman <laughs> Well you know Her name is Catherine Zeta-Jones Maybe there's a You know Catherine Maybe there's some Zeta- Spanish in I there. feel
3: like Catherine Zeta-Jones Deserves more spotlight Than what she gets I think she kind of yeah. Wants it that way Yeah
2: she's okay She's a Welsh nas- National treasure Yeah <laughs> She is. Cuz she's she's great. She is. She's great. she has like a home a home decor line. Really? You know what it's called? What? Casa Zeta Jones.
3: Casa Zeta <laughs>
2: Jones. Yes. I can't make that shit up.
3: I uh, you know what I was the uh, a few months ago on the view. It, uh, Eva Mendez. Yes. You know how Eva Mendez has sort of like
2: um she became an tremendous entrepreneur.
3: I don't want to say she retired, but she really hasn't Step done back. anything. She stepped back. In a while. And she has her home line mm-hmm. and all that. I want to get I, the name right. I totally want to get her sponge. That's what I was going to talk to you about. <laughs> it's like, we hadn't seen Eva Mendes in years. Right. And Eva Mendes all of a sudden comes on The View, hablando de una esponja. <laughs> but it's a revolutionary sponge. Okay, but Una esponja. <laughs> okay, but have you seen what it does? It, it doesn't it like tell you when it has so much bacteria. Yes,
0: that's brilliant.
2: <laughs> when I saw her on there, listen, I expect nothing less from a Cuban American woman. When I saw her on there
3: a few months ago on the View. And listeners, if you didn't see it, look it up. But Eva Mendez sponge view. The view. When I saw her on there, I'm like, wait a minute. Does this woman come out of retirement to come on the view of all places? The view. Right. To talk about Unaponha. To talk about a sponge. Like and that is what she was there to talk about. Like she wasn't promoting anything else. No,
2: that's what, she, but that's her latest product. Project. Ponga. Yeah. Yeah, she has a home line. Yeah. Ultra. The and then a white house yarn. And yes, exactly. With that said, I would love to have Ava Mendes on the show. And maybe oh. she'll give us sponges. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> no, she's great. I wonder how many other celebrities have products that we don't know about.
2: That is a great thing. And how many of them are made products that are only sold overseas?
3: Yes. Yes. Like, we're... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Never mind. Like, maybe The Rock has a line of kitty litter that's only available in New Zealand. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you smell exactly, yes.
3: what your cat is pooping? Yes. Hi, I'm Dwayne Johnson. Are you tired of smelling what your cat is pooping? I am. We've come up with a solution. With my new kitty litter line, Rocky Bits. With Rocky Bits, your cat
0: oh, God. can
3: use the bathroom. And your house will smell April fresh. Yes. All day long. And who else would you trust more than the people's... The people's eyebrow? Yes. <laughs> and then he's holding the bag. He's and he holding the, the back eyebrow and Exactly. Thing. Right. I think we just came up with something. We
2: just did. Danny, <laughs> if you hear this, feel free to use it. We
3: need to contact the, you know, Dwayne... Johnson. Uh, yeah, well, his
2: wife, his ex-wife, a, a, Danny.
3: Enterprises. Danny, <laughs> so, who is Cuban-American. Was, there we go, full circle. Yep. So, anyway, so don't let your kids go to Woodstock, people. <laughs> That's what we learned. We sound like parents
2: from the 50s. <laughs> don't let your kids go
3: to Woodstock. Don't let your kids go to Woodstock. Ahí nada pasan cosas. Ahí van a pasar cosas. Cosa
2: no buena. Desagradable. Desagradable. Que te lo dije. Exactly. If you're going to quiet quit, don't post it. Don't post it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. if you need a sponge, buy a Mendes. Well, that's true. See, if you're gonna <laughs> buy a sponge,
3: su- you know, support, support small businesses. Yeah, and you know, Cuban American, yeah. you know, Latin person. So anyway, bueno, well, everybody, we hope you, you listen. <laughs> that was interesting. We hope you listen, laughed, and learned. And as always, remember to grab your batelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. Oh, and for those of you who are local, yes. we will
2: be Saturday at Unseen Creatures from six to close. Um, with papoyo. Yep, bean pan pollo. We're gonna post about it. They're gonna to have music it's gonna be a great old time so have a great weekend everybody all right cuídense. Bye. but Bye. let me tell you is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano produced by Ismaeliano and our theme but let me tell you freestyle is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex the official gay guy and don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes